0: my friend. I know that you have set a lot of goals this year, but if there is one goal that I have for you or one wish that I have for you is that this will be the year you finally get control of your finances. Tune in. Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppable Right, so let's get to it. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful week, and I'm super excited to talk to you today about five money habits that you need to apply this year to get control of your money in 2024. Can I hear it? Amen. I'm so excited about this topic, and I just want to calm your nerves about this conversation because I got to be honest a lot of times when I talk about money to creatives, We get all funny about it. It just starts to feel weird and we want to go with the notion that, hey, I'm a creative. You know, I don't really care about money, but here's the reality. You know, I'm the truth bomb girl. Money makes the world go round in terms of letting you do things in your life. It's not everything. It doesn't bring you joy and happiness, but it is the thing that we use to make things happen in our life that we use to buy things, that we use to contribute to the world. So money is an important part of your life. And I just want to make this conversation a really easy one. And these five habits are going to be things that everybody can do, no matter what level you're at in your creative career, whether you're just doing your creativity as a fun and for hobby, these are practical habits and steps that you need to take to get control of your money once and for all in 2024. All right, habit number one, and this one really is more a step than a habit, but it's something that you can absolutely do at least once a year, if not every quarter. And that is to assess where you are in your financial life right now. And what I mean by that is I want you to spend the rest of this week getting your finances in order. And what I mean by that is you getting crystal clear on your real financial picture for your life. That means I want you to gather all of your pay stubs from the year. I want you to gather all of your expenses, even if they're not tax write-offable. This is not a preparing for your taxes conversation. This is your general organizational style for your money. So I want you to grab all things that have to do with money in your life and I want you to assess. I want you to make a list of the debt you owe if you have any debt, I want you to make a list of um, your utility bills that you spend every month. I want you to make a list of how much money you bring in every month. If it's mixed income, which a lot of uh, creatives are, it's meaning it's different each month, just write that down, take an assessment, maybe of the last three or four months so you can get kind of an average of about how much you bring in a month. And I just want you to look at your entire financial picture. The reason this is so important is you cannot get control of your finances until you actually know where you are. So this is like a baseline. This is the base level first step for you to get absolutely clear on the money area of your life. Also, in this assessment, I want you to make sure that you have a place, a file cabinet or a box or whatever you're going to do to keep track of all your finances I want you to have a place that you can always go to where you can find any file, any document, any bill, any payment, whatever, and it's all in one place. That is super, super important, and that you maintain that file, that you maintain the integrity of it, meaning every month you make sure everything is filed properly, you make sure that you are looking at all of your statements and making sure you're questioning any kind of charges that you don't understand and calling people out on it. So this is just in general the first step for taking control of your money. Got it? All right, let's jump to number two. Step number two is actually a habit, and that habit is I want you to begin tracking every single penny that you spend. Now, you can do this in a couple of ways. You could literally carry around a little notebook for the next, say, two or three days and literally write down every single solitary penny that you spend. Or you could use an app. You could use an app like um, I-, I Love Every Dollar that Ramsey created, uh, but there are plenty of other apps out there that you could track your budgeting and track your, uh, your spending. Whatever it is you're gonna use, use it. Get some kind of digital product or a notebook, however you want to do, whether you like to handwrite it or do it digitally, find something that will be the way that you track every single penny that you spend in a day, in a week, in a month, and the whole year. And I'm not going to lie, when you first start doing this, it's going to feel really tedious, but once you get used to it, you're going to actually really appreciate the control and and the observation that it gives you. It will allow you to see how much money you're actually spending every day because we spend way more money than we actually think that we do. I used to always joke when I lived in New York City that I couldn't leave my apartment because it would mean that I was gonna spend at least $100. And while of course I had to leave my apartment, it literally sometimes felt in New York that you just step out of your apartment and you've suddenly spent $100. And if that's your life right now, at least you're going to track it. So that's the most important part of this number two habit is that you are going to track every penny that you spend. All right, number three. I mentioned this word a few moments ago, and this is one that always makes people cringe. And that is, this year, set a monthly budget. I know, I know setting a budget is the thing that people hate to do most of all because it feels like it is confining. It feels like you have to live within these constraints. And here's the thing that I find about a budget. It's actually freeing because there's two really key things you need to know about a budget. A lot of times when somebody sets a monthly budget, they think and assume that that monthly budget needs to look exactly the same every single month. Well, I wanna free you of that because it doesn't. Every month, you need to make a budget for the following month because that month is going to be different than the month before. Now, sure, there's certain payments that you have, like whether a mortgage or a rent or um, certain utilities that are the same uh, amount every single month, But there are also a lot of things we spend that are different every single month. And so that's why you always want to create a monthly budget for the following month because then you can right at the top say, oh, listen, I know that I'm having my whatever washer and dryer fixed and it's going to cost me 300 bucks to have that repaired. And you work it into your budget. This is one of the biggest things that people don't realize with a budget is it changes every month and that should be very, very freeing. But the other way that a budget frees you is the first time you do a budget, that you actually write those things down and you give yourself what we call a zero-based budget, meaning that all of your budget items, including your income and expenses, add up to zero, meaning you get this much income and as you subtract your expenses, that should come out to zero. Now, I'm not going to go into deep depths um, on this episode about a budget, but I will on a future uh, episode, I'll tell you that. But for this one, just know that building a budget is actually freeing, not constraining. All right, number four, we're moving along quick here. The next one is the most important habit for you to do this year is to get yourself out of debt. And how that looks like a habit is that you are consistently paying down your debt. I want you to be 100% debt-free, my friend. I don't want you to have student loans hanging over your head. I don't want you to have credit card bills coming in that you can't pay for or that you're only paying minimum payments on. I want you to get control of this part of your life. If you are in debt, please, please, please make this year the year that you get out of it, or at least make a giant movement forward on getting yourself out of debt. Now, if you want to learn more about getting out of debt, I do encourage you to um, really learn and dive deep into the baby steps that Ramsey Solutions teaches. The debt snowball has been helping millions of people get out of debt, and I really want to encourage you to do that. I will put a link in the show notes to give you more information about the Ramsey Solution Baby Steps And I hope you will begin applying them this year to get yourself out of debt. Now, for those of you who aren't in debt, this year should be a year about making sure you don't get into debt. Which leads me to number five habit is why not get rid of those credit cards? Consumer debt is at an all-time high in our country. And you need to get yourself out of using credit cards Why do you need to use credit cards? Why do we do that? We set that up because ultimately we're buying things that we can't afford, and so we put it on a credit card promising that we will pay it off, but what happens is by the time all that interest accrues, you will be paying way more for that item than you would have if you just paid cash. So I want you to adopt this habit, and I'm gonna be super honest. I was someone who did have credit cards growing up because we learned that we wanted to establish credit, and as I've grown up, I've realized how awful that is but also we were only allowed to have a credit card if we only paid it off every single month. I have never had debt in my life. Um I had great parents who taught me how to um actually pay it off every month and not accrue any kind of interest. But hey, listen. When I actually got rid of those credit cards, that is when my life felt free. Because here's the thing. If you don't have a credit card, There's no bill coming. So even if you are someone who pays off your credit card every single month, you're buying things and you're like in your head kind of assessing, okay, I spent $200 there. I spent $300 there. I spent 20 bucks there. And you have in your head what you think is going to be on that credit card bill. And then inevitably that credit card bill comes in and you have way more on it. And it's more money than that you actually thought that bill would be for. But when you don't use a credit card, there's no bill coming. When this became a thing in my life. And I started 100% using debit cards or cash. It took away that stress that comes with a giant bill that is a credit card that I'm going to pay off every month anyway. But when it was bigger than I thought it was, or I hadn't like mentally added it up, it was a stressor in my life. And I would imagine it is a stressor in yours. So my friend, one of the best most important habits for you to get into this year is to get rid of your credit cards and start playing with your debit card or cash only. This is crucial to you getting control of your money. So what happens when you don't have a credit card and you don't have any debt? I want you to think about that for a moment. I really want you to imagine what this is like because if you have no debt, you don't have any loans that you're paying off, you don't have any credit cards My friend, that means all the money that you're making goes to you. Right now, if you are in debt or you're struggling uh, with any kind of consumer debt or student loans, so much of your money is going to pay somebody else, something else, pay interest on something else that you bought, needed to buy, or thought you wanted to buy, and you're paying that off to someone else. Wouldn't it be great if your money is for you? You work really, really hard in your life and you deserve to keep as much of the money that you make as possible. Please, my friend, if you don't do any other habit this year, make the habit of cutting up your credit cards, paying cash or debit card so that you are always in the loop of how much money you have in your account, how much money you're spending, track your spending, get out of debt that you're currently in. And make sure that you are doing that assessment of all the income and expenses that you have and having a file to do that. If you follow these five habits this year, I promise you that when you get to the end of 2024, you are going to feel like you have control of your money and you will finally have financial peace in your life. Phew! I love talking about this subject and I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it excited you at the notion that this could be true for you as well. And if so, I hope you will take action on all of these things. I'm going to put some links in the show note. If you are interested in taking my Financial Peace University class through Ramsey Solutions, I will be hosting one coming up in February. I really hope you will join me so that you can walk through the baby steps of getting yourself out of debt and once and for all, getting control of your finances. All right. I'm going to put that in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, keep living your unstoppably creative life. Bye-bye.